everyone! Welcome to another week of Light Up the Night on Up Too Late. Too much summer, too much fun, up too late! I'm Teresa Zoe Williams, and we've got another great show for you tonight. In this month of June, if you become a supporter of this podcast on Patreon, in addition to all of the regular tier awards, you'll also receive a free saint holy card of your choice from the modern saints. Gracie is super talented, so you really don't want to miss out on this one, I'm telling you. So check out her work at themodernsaints.com and become a supporter of me at patreon.com slash Teresa Zoe. Let's get down to it. Okay, there are two things I'm really afraid of. Two. The first is needles, which is pretty standard and almost like, you know, it's a more super awesome survival instinct rather than a fear. I mean, like, who wants to get poked with something sharp? That sounds stupid. So I'm super afraid of needles, right? I tell myself when I'm getting a shot or or getting my blood drawn, I tell myself, This is just your survival instincts. You're doing great. You're doing great. And the phlebotomist always looks at me like I'm batshit crazy, which is probably not untrue. But that's that's beside the point, right? Okay, so I'm afraid of needles. Super duper. But I'm also afraid of Furbies. You know those toys that look sort of like birds with feathers and have eyes and a beak that can move and, and it can speak? They're super weird and annoying just to regular people. Just seeing one on a store shelf makes me scream and start to sweat. It's always a scene in Target. Sorry, everyone. But it all started at the annual Taylor Hansen birthday party sleepover of 1999. We always gathered at my best friend's house to celebrate Jay. Two other girls, Elle and A were also there, and so was Jay's younger sister. So keep in mind, I didn't like Furbies at all at this point, but I wasn't afraid of them. Yet. The sister had a Furby, and so I spent my entire evening trying to steer clear of it. I was minding my own business reading a magazine, probably like Tiger Beat or something akin to that. I mean, like, That's pretty much all I read in middle school. But anyway, I was reading a magazine, and I heard Jay yell, Watch out! I looked up, and there was this cross-eyed, broken-beaked Furby, less than an inch from my face, repeating, I love you! Over and over and over again. And it was held there by A. I screamed at the top of my lungs at the horror and went into a complete shock. I couldn't speak or blink for at least 30 minutes. And when I finally did come out of it, we ate cake batter until we we got stomach aches and I threw up in a toilet. A, for her part, was never invited to another annual Taylor Hansen birthday party sleepover again. Welcome to the show! COVID-19 is finally getting under control because of the vaccine. If Jesus can deal with nails through his hands and feet, you can handle a little poke. Get vaccinated. Even I am. 
And now for the drink of the day. It's a fun one for summer. Hard raspberry tea. It's so refreshing, it doesn't even taste like there's alcohol in it. For a good time call. 8675309 Pinky's out everybody This week's dramatic reading of scripture comes to us from the gospel according to Saint Matthew chapter 18 verses 6 through 9 Whoever causes one of these little ones who would believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Let that sit with you for a minute. (laughs) Some big names come to mind. You'll have a lot of time to sit with it at the bottom of the ocean. Woe to the world because of things that cause sin. Such things must come, but woe to the one through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. Yes, please don't keep the faulty and dismembered appendage. It is better for you to enter into life maimed or crippled than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. Some of yens ought to look a little closer at what your hands and feet are doing. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into fiery Gehenna. Your eye causes you to sin, not what you see. Good reminder since summer is upon us. Thanks, Jesus. And now back with a vengeance, we have hashtag alt-catholic-programming, here to deliver all of your weird, guilty TV pleasures that no mainstream channel would ever indulge. Let us dream. First up is this idea from at Matt underscore K007. The right alt-catholic bros get made over by the queer eye guys. Matt Walsh and Patrick Coffin especially need makeovers. And I'll take one too. It sounds like a ton of fun. Next is the rom-com we all deserve. Two college students become prayer buddies and eventually fall in love after praying each other through relationships and periods of discernment. It ends with a proposal in a graveyard. This is my kind of rom-com. Big thanks to at Kitar Catholic, at Emily Latranger, at Timothy P. O'Malley, and at Father Z 2003 for this one. Way better than literally everything VidAngel or PureFlix or anybody like them could ever come up with. Way better. Now this idea is all my own. Just me and Tea with Tolkien complimenting each other and crying. It's the wholesome the world needs, and the friendship I need. This next idea comes from At Tau Power, an Animal House-style retelling of the mendicant controversy. I have no idea what that even is, but I'd watch that movie in a heartbeat, and over and over again, too. 
You know how many times I've watched Animal House? I don't know how many times I've watched Animal House. I feel like I'm watching it every day of my life here at my house with all these kids running around. One time, my daughter, when she was like four, took the dog bed and just like sailed down the stairs in it. So I really am just living this movie and my everyday life. But finally, rounding out hashtag alt-Catholic programming is one more idea from me. It's my show. I can do what I want, okay? But here it is. A Catholic variety show starring kids. We can call it PSR. Parish School Riot. It's a riot for Jesus! Fun facts, I almost auditioned for Nickelodeon's All That once upon a time. So let me live vicariously through the little children. If you've got an idea for a TV show that no normal Catholic station would ever do, send them my way to at Teresa Zoe with the hashtag AltCatholicProgramming. This week's top 10 is the top 10 Bible stories for children. At number 10 is 2 Kings 2, 23-25, which is the story of the little boys making fun of Baudelisha and him calling a bunch of she-bears out of nowhere to devour them. I do not recommend this one right before bed, but it could be super useful for smart aleck children. Number nine is Genesis 9, 18 through 29, when Noah accidentally gets drunk and his sketchy sons shame him. I've gotten accidentally drunk before. You know, sipping on wine, eating mac and cheese, watching Hannah Montana. Sometimes you just don't realize until you try to stand up and then you can't. Okay, let's move on though. Coming in at number eight is Joshua chapter four, just the whole thing. And this is when Joshua sets up the memorial stones. It's actually a really neat story about remembering what the Lord has done for us. But it's a little heavy for the little ones. Heavy stones. <laughs> it's my comedy show. It's a comedy podcast. Come on. Okay, at number seven is Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14, the story of the dry bones. This is a great descriptive tale, which is perfect for kids. You want stories with lots of good description. But in the middle of the day, near Halloween. At number six is The Annunciation. It's such a sweet story to share with the little people in your life. Bonus points for segueing into telling them their labor and delivery stories. Never too young to start with the Catholic guilt. Coming in at number five is the visitation. Babies in the womb meeting each other and knowing each other? This one gets me teary every time. You could also segue and tell your children how much you love them, despite the awful positions they sat in while inside you, and how you'd sacrifice your comfort for them again and again and again and again. And tonight, when they crawl into bed at 2 a.m., and suddenly feet are kicking your head, and you can no longer sleep, and you have no covers, and you're on the edge of the bed, and you're like, oh, God, am I going to fall out? Am I not? But the children won't budge. Okay, number four is Isaiah 62, 1 through 7, 
which is all about the Lord restoring Jerusalem, but with beautiful images of crowns and fighting and marriage. It's like the princess bride, but real. Okay, we're at number three, getting close here. This is the story of Noah's Ark. Kids love animals. They eat that shit up in stories and on their plates. Absolutely cannot go wrong with this one. No way. So now at number two is Mark 10, 13 through 16, when Jesus blesses the children. There is literally nothing better than hearing that Jesus wants you to come to him. I can't make any jokes at this one. Well, except those boneheaded disciples. Are we surprised at the state of the church when those guys are the ones we were founded on? Thank God for children. Finally, the number one Bible story for children is the nativity. It's got everything kids love. Babies, animals, presents, stars, angels, and visitors. I say we start telling this story year-round. Forget liturgical living. Let's live Christmas every day. And that, my friends, is your top 10. Hey, everybody. Next up, I have a special guest with me this evening, which is pretty cool. We don't have guests on here this often, but... You're now in the summer light up with Up Too Late. So tonight we have author Brendan Lyons with us tonight. Hi, Brendan. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, So we're going to put you to the test here and we're going to play a little game and then we'll go from there. Um, This is Catholic Word Association with Brendan Lyons. I'm going to throw a word at you and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, I'll try not to let on that I'm in a basement. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I'll start with something easy. How about NFP? <laughs> uh, 99% effective on perfect use. <laughs> uh, yes. Keyword is perfect, key phrase is perfect use. <laughs> That's perfect. What a great one to start with. All right, let's move on then. How about William Wallace? Freedom. (laughs) Cool. The next thing I think of is not is the end of that movie, and that's I'm not talking about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. We can uh, play it very PG. Okay. How about Red? Robin. Cardinal. Ah, I should say Cardinal. There you ah, go. Shoot. That was, that's what I was thinking when I wrote this. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so there are right I mean, there are No, <laughs> not really. It's just word association. Um, but I did have things in mind when I wrote these things down. Okay, next word is rose. Bud. Oh, huh, that's sweet. How about smoke? White. Yes. Habibus Papam. Now, that's not me coming out saying I want a new pope. I, we're not getting into it. We don't, we don't treat okay. any of that here. All right. All right. How about concupiscence? <sighs> Electrical tape. <laughs> okay. Guitar? Uh, wet wagon? 
hero guitar <laughs> the first one i thought of was wagon so guitar wagon guitar wagon. um guitar wagon guitar wagon all right all right how about hands wash very good and apt during these times ladies and gentlemen please remember to wash your hands whether or not we have a pandemic going on yes not just during these times yeah that was the most shocking part of this entire (laughs) pandemic situation yeah same i don't want sign of peace no Mm -mm, never again okay how about brown that doesn't make any sense moss I'll tell you why, because I thought of dirt first and then I <laughs> thought of moss. Uh, that's, I mean, sense. that's fine. Um, there's no brown vestments. I feel like no. it's, I, I almost want to know what the answers that I was, you were hoping I would I was thinking of a Franciscan's habit. <sighs> oh, see, I, I went to Villanova. So, oh, oh, um, okay. We had, yeah. uh, we had uh, Augustinians. So um, they all had like black habits. To be so. fair, at Franciscan University, the TORs generally wear gray. So I didn't see too many brown ones. Next word is poverty. Chastity. Good. Woman. Chastity. <laughs> Historically. True. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> chastity is important in marriage as well. Okay. Yes, chastity is for all states of life. It is. is. Chastity is for everyone, not just lovers. Okay, how about man? You think I'm cycling through words, but I actually just think this slowly. Blank. Yeah. Manfred. No, Fred (laughs) is not a word. Fred is a name. Um, Well, I mean, whatever. Probably also chastity will be good. (laughs) But now I'm just on, <laughs> you know. Three in a row, hat trick. <laughs> yes. It's all things that are necessary for fellas. Dealing with men. Yes, dealing with fellas. I didn't mean fellas. How about secretary? General. Oh, that's good. Money? Problems. Fork. Spoon. Sex. We Pistols. say that word here. What? Pistols. Crystals? Pistols. Oh, like the band. Okay. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. The, the, okay. You know, the band. It's a band who's it is a band. Can't name off the top of my head right now. Um <laughs> Sid Vicious. No, yeah, I, 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 the songs I said I couldn't name. I didn't oh. say I couldn't name members. You got out of that one a lot easier than I thought you were going to. Thank God. <laughs> okay. How about honey? suckle hmm. okay how about fish pie okay we can we'll accept that okay i don't know why you would i'm, I I'm gonna it, accept but... anything you say okay. Oh. But... <laughs> okay how about the letter t tangeray okay tangeray i don't really like gin that much i'm gonna be honest I don't either. It's a little too tree. It tastes too much like a plant. Yeah. (laughs) Purple. Rain. Yes. Yes. I won't make you sing that. I promise. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) May Prince rest in peace. 
All right, last one. Probably Holy. The, the last great NFL uh, halftime, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was amazing. Um, uh, and to answer your holy uh, moly. Holy moly. Perfect. I, I believe that is, that is a word. Yes. There's not a conjunction. Yeah. Is that technically one word? Is there, you know, it's not hyphenated. So I'm going to. No, it's not hyphenated. Yeah. You're yeah. fine. You're fine yeah, with yeah. that answer. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, thank you for playing along with me tonight, Brendan. You were a great sport about this. Okay. So, Brendan, you've written a children's book. I have. I just have. one? Um, yes. Well, I have published just one children's book. Okay. Um, and much like this, it was just it's a random assortment of words, uh, none of which make sense, and yeah. all of which have to deal with either plants or cow water. And See, that's where yeah, it came so, from. No, so run not... out, everybody, and buy this Correct. book right now. All right. Uh, great to be here. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Peace oh, um... out. Have a nice life. No, <laughs> yeah, can you right, tell us? <laughs> can you tell us about the book? Yes. Uh, okay, so yeah, so the book is called I Can Hear Music, and uh, it is kind of inspired by, it was uh, inspired by, so when my, my wife was first pregnant, you know, you, you do the what to expect when expecting or when you're Oh, yeah, been there. When someone's expecting, I wasn't expecting much, but um, uh, well, no, I, uh, so then you, you know, follow the development, and my wife and I are both musicians, she's a, a singer, I am bad at several instruments, but it really struck me, uh, you know, when they could hear, uh, babies can hear. Mm. Like at 20 weeks, they're hearing their mom. At, at, at 24, well, before 20 weeks. At 24, they're hearing, you know, they can hear the dad outside. They're hearing music by 30, all that, you know, it's, it's great. And they'll remember things. And mm-hmm. and um, that was really what what was, you know, I thought was coolest to me is, you know, you can sing to the baby and the baby will remember. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's 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 true because um, my, my wife, um is the cantor and uh so they the two of the churches have the same sanctus so she would okay. sing that um and uh, uh, you know uh, our, our daughter would kick would move mm. she like she liked the sanctus so then after the baby was born we went straight into lockdown um as oh, some of yeah. you guys remember i don't know if you guys remember like last year there was this like coronavirus thing um that like... lasted like two weeks or oh, whatever yeah, we're all good. yeah it was like a blip yeah. but whatever my daughter was born yeah. right around <laughs> And so yeah, we were we were doing mass um on on the TV. So mm-hmm. she you know the baby is a baby, so she's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know what's going on here. Except when the Sanctus came on, she's oh. like craning her neck. And she can't lift her head, so it's kind of a little, right. little comical, but she's she's craning her neck. She's like, oh, but that that's that's the that's the one. That's my jam. Yeah. Um, so and she she loves music. She loves so you know, it's, it's, it was all, it was all very inspiring for me. And so I, I, I made the book as one as, as a way to just kind of like, you know, a little peek inside the womb yeah. kind of situation, but also like a, 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 a way to connect my love of music with, you know, my love of my daughter. And um, also, you know, I, I am very into the, the pro-life movement and I just thought like, it's, a, it's an important way to connect with the child before birth so that the book follows um follows you know a little baby growing in the womb and talking about you know, when you can kind of hear the mother well starting with you can kind of hear the rhythm and the gurgles and all that i don't say gurgles it's a little 
Christopher, but you know, the rhythm <laughs> of the heart is a little more artful than it is literally descriptive. Well, I mean, in the womb, the baby is drinking its own pee with the amniotic fluid. So, I mean, if we're talking yes. about the scale of gross things that happen during a pregnancy, gurgling is not high up there. Yes, but it, you have to remember that, you know, we're communicating with somebody who does not remember drinking their own pee. <laughs> um, and this it is shows. Largely, yeah. So, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, see, that's one of the things it's, I, I do want to take, you know, for anybody who hasn't you know, gone through the, the, the parenthood and begun the parenthood experience, I'll, I'll take this worry off your mind. They don't remember everything that they do in the womb and carry it all with you. So <laughs> right. they, they do not continue uh, drinking pee. Now, let me, let me, let me specify. They do not continue constantly drinking pee. I, I can't yes. guarantee you. That or you just as a reflex. I can't even guarantee that you that you won't drink your child's pee. Like that's that things could happen. So yeah. But you know, they carry yeah. some stuff out. Well, you know, for for example, though, they, they, they do <laughs> they do carry some of their bad habits out. Um, Don't we all? Yeah. Well, I so my my daughter would not kick when I touched with my hand. <laughs> But if I put my face on there, she would kick as hard as she could. <laughs> now, my daughter's uh, one years old and she still kicks me in the face very frequently. So they do yeah, carry about some right. things out. Now, who wants to hear about the time my son was two years old and stuck his finger in the dog's butt and then asked me to kiss it? And I did because I didn't know. Um, so, Brendan, where can we find your book? Um, you can find it on... So it's on Amazon. It is on Barnes and Noble, uh, books a million, christianbook.com, even though christianbook.com can't seem to get an image of the cover up. What? Oh, cool. Um, so buy Brendan's book on Amazon or another reputable seller. Brendan, is there anywhere else people can find you? Do you want to be found? Um, well, I'm not going to give my home address, mm. uh, but, but just the I social am... security number, right? yeah um yes um i i do have a twitter um mm. it is at the lion brary <laughs> the l-y-o-n-b-r-a-r-y i hope um and- <laughs> i will double check this folks check yeah. the show notes brendan it's been lovely having you on thanks for coming thanks for playing had. with us and we will catch you another time Our weird saint for the week is St. John the Baptist, king of the weird saints. He didn't bathe, he wore only camel hair, ate only locusts and wild honey, and would go up to people all wide-eyed and say things like, the kingdom of God is at hand. He looked like an absolute lunatic. And yet, and yet, he still looked better than the Twitter frogs and bad rat trads. And that's why we're inventing the makeover show. Herod's daughter demanded John's head, so Herod had him beheaded and gave it to his daughter on a silver platter. Blue plate special! John also famously said, He must increase and I must decrease. I really wish my waistline would listen. All JB know is preach Jesus, eat locust chip, and lose head. We celebrate St. John the Baptist on June 24th.
Thanks for tuning in tonight for another episode of Up Too Late, a Grexley podcast. Find this podcast and others at grexley.com. Tune in every Friday this summer for lots of guests, fun, and giveaways. Too much summer, too much fun, up too late. This month, if you become a supporter of me and this podcast on Patreon, you'll get your choice of a holy card from the Modern Saints for free. Join at any level to unlock this reward and other benefits at patreon.com slash Teresa Zoe. Special thanks to Brendan Lyons for joining us and playing my silly game. No thanks at all to any Furbies ever. Go to hell. And you can always find me on Twitter at Teresa Zoe. And if you must, on Instagram and Facebook at Teresa Zoe Williams. God bless and keep you. Sleep well and have sweet dreams. May your guardian angel be close at hand. And Mama Mary wrap you in her mantle. Go to 